Hey, we're Moons of the Day, and this is Glad to See You Go. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every single Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip. And I'm Molly. And today we are discussing Glad to See You Go. This is from 1977's Leave Home, your favorite cover. And it is written by Joey and This Dee is Dee. 1977? This is 1977, baby. I had 1976. And incorrect. probably Wikipedia being incorrect. Yeah. That is incorrect. That's where it was recorded. Subway okay, sandwiches not okay, all okay, the time. Yeah. Got it. Uh, I gave this um, the song category of love because it fits in sort of the Ramones angle of love in that things go badly. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <so that laughs> it's very ramones in that way. It is. It involves love emotions. It is not a love song. It involves those feelings. So I think that. Well, I think what's interesting, it, it involves the idea that those feelings were once there. Maybe. Sure. But, or I guess maybe the song isn't necessarily saying that he loved her because she just thinks she's just crazy. I think it, 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 I'm, I'm stretching it in sort of the rock and roll world of love of like, if there's a guy and a girl in this song, chances are good. <laughs> that not, things went they're bad. Not, <laughs> they're not, yeah, that things went bad. That's like the tagline to the, to the Ramones movie, like the real Ramones movie. And then things went bad. Yeah. Yeah. Things went Every, bad. Yeah. So you make a movie, it's like four chapters focusing Ooh. on each of them. And then, TM. Uh, and each, and it's just called, <laughs> yeah. and then it's just called, and then things go bad. That sounds awesome, dude. Write it. Seriously. All right. That sounds amazing. Um, exterior. <laughs> Not right now. So, oh. <laughs> uh, this uh, song yes. was played live 220 damn times. Great. By the band. So that's one tenth of the times they played in their, yes. In their life. 10%. 10%. Contained this song. Great. That's great. Do you great. think that's higher or lower than it should be? I think that sounds about right. I think so too. I mean, I like this song, and if they played it more times, that'd be good. But well, it's it's from one of their first albums, so yeah, that's the it thing. had a lot of time to get played. Yes, <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, so this song uh, is from their uh, Leave Home album. It is the opening track on Leave Home. Yeah. Um, and it is about largely considered to be about Dee Dee's girlfriend Connie. Mm-hmm. And I, the only note I wrote was. Whom everyone disliked. <laughs> well, I'm still reading the Dee Dee book. And Lobotomy. Lobotomy by Dee Dee Ramone, Surviving the Ramones. Um, <laughs> he spends a lot of time trashing Connie, man. And yeah. it's like, but here's the thing, Dee Dee, you dated her, you jackholes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Wait, is Connie, I get it mixed up. Is Connie the one who stabbed him? I think so, with the beer bottle in his butt? Yes. It's funny that I, that was such a big moment. I'm like, wait, is that the one who stabbed me? <laughs> or is it the other one who probably tried to stab me? Who's no, the other one? Vera. Oh, Vera. Well, Vera was his wife. Yes. I think like Vera is the yeah. longer standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could say that Connie is sort of the Tommy to Vera the Marquis. <laughs> Where Vera has like the longevity of it, but because Connie was there in the beginning, that every single thing in our lives now (laughs) can be summed up by some kind of Ramones metaphor. Like, oh man, just give me time. All I need is so ridiculous. Okay, Um, Uh, I didn't find out too much about Connie, other than they were both like 
their own fun Sid and Nancy thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. That's what it seemed like. And I don't know. It just seemed like everybody really didn't like her that much, including Joey, I guess. But yeah. so both him and Dee Dee are credited as writers, and I think I that read like somewhere, I could just be making this up, but that it was Joey's idea to write the song. God, I should have wrote my source. Sorry. I was going to say, I, and I should have, our homework is bad. Um, no, it's good. I just but, I just didn't take good notes. No, I... I <clears throat> I feel like it's, this is a rarity that is a Joey and Dee Dee song. That doesn't sound... That really? doesn't come up no. that much. No. Off the top of your head? Can you think of any others? Well, a bunch off of this album, right? Oh, maybe we haven't covered this much of the album. Well, so, well, Dee Dee, Giving Give Me Shock Treatment, they're both here for Swallow My Pride. No, no, that's Johnny. Oh, that... No. Oh, that's Johnny. He's sorry. Johnny give me, with M's. Give Me Shock Treatment. Right, right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's... Uh, oh, Okay. Uh, Really silly thing, just because you mentioned Gimme Shock Treatment. Okay. That was the preceding song. Yeah. It kind of kills me inside that we went 2-1 instead of 1-2. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't. What? Which, which master do I obey? <laughs> um, okay. This song uh, has sort of a classic bit of Ramon's, um, I guess you'd say, anti-establishment, but then they're surprised it's not a hit when it says things like, get the glory like Charles Manson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing is Guys. it is I mean it's funny because it, it's just that it's happening at a time in America when everybody's so damn serious still. Yeah. Like this song coming out today would be like I I mean I think the people that really got the Ramones understood that it was a bit tongue in cheek. Sure. You know what I mean that it is it it is silly. Hmm. I don't think anybody thinks they're being serious. No, I guess not. Although I will say this in our book club. Yeah. Um, in in the Mickey Lee book, I Slept with Joey Ramone, uh, he makes a couple points about Johnny's interest and almost obsession with Charles Manson. Huh. And just like how it kind of like creeped him out a bit, how much he talked about him and sort of like, I don't want to say he's like some sort of hero to it, but... The yeah. idea of like, man, that guy really got a lot of people to listen to him. Like, yeah. Uh, ye- true. Through murder. <laughs> murder. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could get somebody to like hear my pitches. I <laughs> just murder. <laughs> um, uh, I uh, I I realized about that about the Charles Manson thing. Yeah. With this that I don't think during probably the first thirty times I've ever heard this song did that ever. It's not. He doesn't pronounce it. Joey doesn't say it like, get the glory like Charles Manson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the glory like Jamon. Like, honestly, there was a lot of lyrics in this song I didn't really get until I read the lyrics. And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because this is one thing that I found from the just researching the songs. A lot of people think that he's saying, gonna take a jizz on her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, okay, instead of going to take a chance on her. Going to take a chance on her. Like, everybody says, like, oh, that's what everybody thinks it is. It's so stupid. (laughs) I know. But I think that's speaking to what Joey's doing, which is, like, he's saying the words so weirdly that you can't hear them. as close to jizz as you can get. Yeah, like, it's so rock and roll what he's doing to these words, which is kind of, like, changing them. So it lets you... Like, he sonically, like, changes how you hear a word and sometimes it doesn't even sound like that word he changes it so much on a scale of one to ten how 
10 being the most conscious, one being the least conscious. Yeah. How consciously do you think he is changing those words? I think very consciously. Really? Yeah. Because I think it's closer to like four being not very conscious. And here's my only my only evidence for But it. are you saying that you don't think that he's crafting these things? Or you're saying he's just a natural... This is just who he is and he's just opening his mouth and... I, I am saying that when they filmed Rock and Roll High School, he's supposed to say... We'll meet you at Mr. McGree's class. Yeah. And they took a take where he said, we'll meet you at Mr. McGloob's class. <laughs> they said, hold on. McGloob is like one of the funniest words ever. Yeah. yeah, keep going. Hold on. <laughs> it's actually Mr. McGree. He says, got it. They shoot it again. And he says, Mr. McGloob. He says, got it. They shoot it again. <laughs> no, don't got it. <laughs> uh, so based on that, it makes well, me to wonder. Be fair, it makes me wonder. The writer should have made it McGlue because it's <laughs> way funnier. <laughs> Stop everything! How much of Mr. McGlue have we filmed? All of it? How many well, times can we, can we ADR it? Anyway, it's just Gloob. ADR for those of you who don't know <laughs> is when they record the voice after they filmed the shot. You know what would be amazing is if we ADR'd you saying that right there. Oh man, that'd be hilarious. Um, whole other thing. Yeah. So one thing I want to say about this before we move on, Go. okay, is that um, on the YouTube comments somebody Ooh. said something really cool that I liked about Joey. Okay. Okay. He said, uh, "Multi Sonoda is the guy on Multi-Sinoda. YouTube." Multi Sonoda. Multi Sonoda. He said before Drake. There was Joey Ramone. Wow. Yeah. Fact. Which hard fact. Well, hard fact. But I think what he's saying is there, and I think we've talked about this before. Is like this. There's this like emo thing, mm. and I'm saying emo, but that's not quite the word I'm looking for. I think that's not getting quite to it. But sad sack. But but not just sad sack. Like, um, really expressive in a very um, hmm. In like a, a feminine way, but feminine is not the word I'm looking for. Like sensitive, sensitive, ex- expressively sensitive. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, um, a loud heart. Like yeah, a, a like... loud heart, but doing it in this very approachable way that everybody feels like they know this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there is something that Joey's doing that is affected, but it makes everybody think that they're he's talking right to them when he's sure. doing it well you sure. know what i mean yes and i think when just like when the band fails i think joey fails sometimes when he's doing when he's pushing it too hard okay you know when he's like when in the later albums mm-hmm. when he's like making affectations instead of just singing sure. from an emotional place it's almost you know it's funny i was thinking I totally agree. Not that Joey Ramone has ever done anything wrong in the end. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. I was thinking about it. Perfect human and singing. I was thinking about it in terms of like of him getting those words out. Mm. And maybe if he's... Let's just assume that a lot of things come hard to this guy, including Yeah, Gibson. right. A lot of things come hard. Well, so, yeah. So given that, mm-hmm. and given the speed of these songs, yeah, and put on top of the fact that he's like... The sort of bleeding heart emotional guy. Yeah. I think that's part of what makes him, what makes that trumpet blow is that he is like, look at this speed and at this emotion and this excitement, it comes out like, like, yeah. Man, I'm going to never not hear it. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
One bullet. Because I didn't really think about changes, it either, and then I was really like, oh, changes yeah, that's funny. the next line of one bullet I in know, a cylinder. I know. Oh no. I know. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, by way of a transition, do you yeah. have more uh, research facts um, and/or trivia? Facts or trivia? Well, I just wanted okay. to bring it back to one thing that you were talking about, okay. Marilyn Manson, and just say, you know, Char- Charles. Manson. Oh, Charles. Charles. Sorry, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Oh man, if the Ramones were talking about Marilyn Manson, that really changed things. Um, no, but Charles Manson is that they, you know, they liked horror movies. They loved, sure. uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it fits. I, I think I think it fits kind of there. Like it's a naughty topic, kind of. Yeah, but, totally. Yeah. It, you know, it's um, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, not niche. When something's like out, like outsider. Yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. Mean? And it's also it's funny to think it's Ramones. Like yeah. like we were talking about with. If you, CJ, who we are going to have on this. Yeah, little tease. Oh, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but seriously, gonna, that lost my conversation thought because um, CJ. I was going to say yeah. it shows the type of band they are that in other hands, if, and, and just to keep it big, if it's like, if this was a Clash song or if this was a Sex Pistols song, yeah. I feel like it would have been a lot nastier. Yeah. But it took me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, it's pretty I'm, nasty. I'm is. gonna laugh. You're gonna get a bloodbath. That's but here's, pretty intense. Here's the thing, and maybe the problem with me is, I think when I first heard this song, I, I didn't even fo- focus on the go. Yeah, it's the. It's funny how it slips into my brain as "Glad to see you." Like a lot oh, of it that's just funny. stuck with me. "Glad to see you." Go. Yeah. And it almost sounds like "Go, go, 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 go." Glad to see it. Like oh, like it's like just, it's just a, saying yeah, glad to see you, right, and then right. I and so it. But so funny because it's the exact opposite. It totally <laughs> is. It totally is. But when yeah. but when it's like the spirit of it, it's kind of like those old rock songs that are like, here's this peppy song about the wife that got killed on the street. You know, like it, <laughs> yeah, 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 everything was totally. Like that. It's and sort then of... I'm gonna kill you and I slit your throat. Now, <laughs> well, I think the one thing that we're not talking about is that like the songs pretty heavily talking about killing a woman yeah like which is pretty terrible That's it's really almost awful. like you know borderline no it's bad yeah i feel like that's the thing borderline it's, it's not even borderline it's like, borderline no it's the, yeah it's it's, it's out here's the world we live in right now no Molly. borders here yeah please like you said if you they'd done this song now the charles manson part wouldn't maybe have been such a big deal which is like yeah, that's true. It would have been grossly overshadowed by the the cruelty towards women. Probably like the the politically correct you know universe yeah. that we live in would probably be they would have that pretty they would have been like I'll give you the Manson thing because it fits with your other stuff, but you can't <laughs> say that other stuff. Well, also like at this time, I mean, Marilyn Manson had happened way more recently than sure. now, and like imagine living in that time. People, I mean, this is why they're. Writing songs about it because it like yeah. really affect. I mean, it it really uh, like yeah, damaged people. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. It's up. Um, like our second time talking about cults. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, they they bring it up. It's it's in their music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. They 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 like to play with these themes. So um, I think it's worth talking about. I uh, I was gonna say that this song has. I wrote that is one smooth keychain, <laughs> and part of the reason. Sorry, don't mind the race car driving through my living room. Part of the reason, yeah. <laughs> oh, you keep a race car, yeah. Um, Not now. <laughs> Gotta feed him but later. There's, but there's a green flag. <laughs> it's Mario Andretti. 
Um, As the voice of race car. Okay, yes. Mm -hmm. I watch a lot of the Cars movies. Sure, yeah. Um, No, a lot of Ramon's songs start in like one key, and then at one point then they go up to just like a different octave. Okay. And this one, it happens at the Now I Know the Score as like a bridge, and then it goes up again, and I didn't even notice it until we were studying it for this. I'm like, oh, this this is a classic key change that they just grooved wide, right in and I really admired that. Uh, this is one of my great. favorite songs by them. This is one of your favorite songs? That's really great. Is. Well, I just want to say I love when you talk about the 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 music of the music. Okay. Even though like I usually have no idea what you're talking about. Or like I understand what you're talking about but I'm like... I hear it off. You play I, it off I, really well. In the song coming up like actually notice that there might be a guitar solo and I was like I totally <laughs> noticed something. <laughs> I noticed the music, you know? I uh, know. Yeah. Uh, I Because usually I'm just staring into Joey's eyes on the album cover. And I, I not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I, I really like this song. I um, love this song too. And like hearing it over and over again, it was such a joy. Like I almost just wanted to put it on repeat. And it is really short too, right? It's only two minutes and 13 seconds. Yeah. So and it's done. They do, it's... It's a really great, I feel like it's one of the more underrated album openers for them. Because it's not, yeah. it's Greek bop, and sure. it's, you know. Um, so, I, I, I don't think it's, I don't I don't think it's on Ramon's Mania. So, it, you know, it's like made some of the greatest hits, but not all of them. But okay. it's even like in, it's one of the early songs in It's Alive. Like the first seven songs in It's Alive are just so great. Yeah. And that one is one of the best ones in there. I know, like, a lineup of great ones. And I've just always liked this song. It really bothers me that... uh, It really bothers me to love a song with this message. And now, with the added bit of uh, Take a Jizz on Her. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But I'm going going to say I love this song. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just, like, one of the best Ramon songs ever. It's just great. Who do you want to give the most value? Well, I probably should give it to Dee Dee, but I mean, I'm going to give it to Joey, of course. <laughs> but you're just polite enough. Well, it's like Dee Dee like, dated the girl that got the inspiration for the thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so much going on here. You lived that a lot of life. To, yeah, it. totally. Like, like, so much of this is about Dee Dee, but also, man, you can't deny Joey Ramon. <laughs> I am going to give it to Joey as well. Nice. And I was on the fence, actually, between him and Johnny, because I really like the guitar. I think the guitar sounds so good. Mm. Not so good on this album anyway. And, you know, like, especially the early albums, are just something about it. But, like, this one in particular, how just ferocious it starts right at the beginning with, like, the big attack, and then... The way it wraps up uh, with Joey going goodbye, and it's like, nah, 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 nah. it's, it, I don't know, it all works, but I'm gonna give it to Joey for the fact that he sold the charm of it to me so well that, like, if had I read the lyrics on paper, I would have been like, ugh. I don't need to listen to this Buck Cherry song. Gonna get a bloodbath? What is this song about? But then he's singing it and you're like, oh, like singing along with the bloodbath. Yeah, It's really singable. It's really singable. Um, Do you have any last thoughts about this? I mean, it's just a great song. It is. 
Amen. Amen. What about you, race car? All right. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And please follow us on Twitter. We're at Ramones Podcast. And join us next time when we will be discussing Go Home, Man, on Ramones of the Day.